From Press Communications, LLC, this is Jersey Shore Matters with Diane de Oliveira. The homeless population in New Jersey continues to rise. An annual one-day count on every January by the nonprofit agency Monarch Housing Associates found a 17% jump this year from 2022. Joining me today to talk about the 2023 point-in-time count is Casey Vinkowski with Monarch Housing Associates. Thank you so much for being on the show, Casey. Hi, thanks for having me. Homelessness increased from 8,754 people in 2022 to over 10,000, 10,267 this year. Was that the highest numbers from 2015, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. It's not surprising, uh, but there are so many contributing factors. Can you run through some of those and you know why we're seeing this increase year after year? We're definitely seeing a huge Um, increase in persons becoming homeless since the eviction moratorium was lifted on January 1st, 2022. So the court system took a long time to kind of work its way through the backlog. So we're really seeing in later 2022 and early 2023, we were really seeing um, that hit hard as the court system got caught up with all the evictions that had been filed throughout the moratorium. New Jersey, like the rest of the country, is in the midst of a housing crisis, so there aren't enough homes affordable to those that are making 30% of the area medium income or less. So in for New Jersey, um, it's estimated that every 100 households looking for a place to call home, there are only 31 units available. That's which just, creates a huge shortage for those that are extremely low income. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds so insane to me. And in Ocean and Monmouth counties, we don't have a permanent homeless shelter. Uh, I know Ocean County has been working on this for years, and, it, you know, it just seems to go nowhere. There's a homeless trust fund now, but it can't be used for housing. What are some of the figures for homelessness in Ocean, Monmouth and Middlesex counties? Yeah, so um, I can talk through that a little bit. And I would just say that Monmouth County does have um, homeless shelters. They do have a a family shelter, a rotating family shelter. They have um, a shelter on Fort Monmouth that's got about 16 beds, and they've got um, the Jersey Shore Rescue Mission in Asbury Park as well. Um, But again, you know, we're talking about 50 to 60 beds and we're you know we're seeing people that are homeless in monmouth county at 483 last year on the point in time count january 24th 2023 so even with all of these beds um there's also a transitional housing program in monmouth county for families that that's 444 people that were sheltered either in those those beds at those transitional programs or in those emergency shelter beds and the remainder were in motels last year in in monmouth county specifically we saw 39 people who were unsheltered um 26 of those folks that of that 483 were children under the age of 18 and 29 percent had reported being homeless for longer than a year that was my next question i was going to ask you know the breakdown of those uh what about for ocean county For Ocean County, we are looking at about a total of 434 people that were experiencing homelessness on January 24th, 2023. So similar numbers to Monmouth. Um, But like you said, there is no permanent um, shelter in Ocean County. So the majority of those folks were in motel placements on the night of the point in time count. 
with the it was a code blue night, so there were some warming centers set up and open last year on that date. So there that can account for some of those beds, um, but but not the vast majority were in motels. About 29% were children under the age of 18, and 30% had reported being homeless for longer than a year. It's just unfathomable to me in this day and age that we're still seeing these increases, especially when children are involved. What about as far as Middlesex County? Middlesex County saw a 13% increase in homelessness between 2022 and 2023, so about 660 people. Um, 137 were identified as unsheltered and 523 were in shelter. About 33% had reported being homeless for longer than a year. And 27% identified were, were children under 18. Now, we mentioned about Ocean County not having a permanent shelter. And of course, there's the lack of affordable housing in New Jersey. When the point in time report is submitted to the federal government, what happens? I mean, I know these figures are used to determine federal funding, but what actually comes of these surveys each year? For the federal government, it's utilized um, to determine funding. Um, There's also tracking done and analysis done on um, the strategies that are locally um, implemented to kind of tackle these issues that we're talking about. And then that that makes the community more competitive for to get more funding into their community. You know, the more innovative, the more they can show that they're they're taking strides to um, affect change, they can potentially get some more federal money. Really, I would say that the the point in time count, like as we know, this is one day in the whole year um, and it's federally mandated that we uh, do this count the last 10 days in January. So we know it's always cold. Um, we know that realistically there's probably this is an undercount that there's more folks out there that either have temporary shelter or kind of hunkered down and, and keeping warm that we haven't found. So it's really more so about local planning processes and, and how um, local homeless service systems are utilizing these figures to drive initiatives forward and how they can, you know, try and combat some of these things. I just want to remind our listeners, this is Jersey Shore Matters. I'm your host, Diane D'Olivera, and I'm speaking with Casey Vinkowski with Monarch Housing Associates, which does the annual point-in-time count of homeless in New Jersey each year, mandated by the federal government. Casey, you know, when you're, when you're looking ahead at January 2024, given the trend we're seeing in this increase in homelessness, you have to think that you're going to see that continue. Now, I follow Destiny's Bridge on social media and Minister Steve Brigham has been instrumental in in helping the homeless for decades. Uh, And there are so many people living in the woods. But what is uh, really disturbing is that we're seeing more older adults, uh, senior citizens who can't afford to live in New Jersey that have nowhere else to go and they are living in the woods. I was wondering if you noticed a a shift in the trend at all in seeing older adults. Um, You know, you gave us the breakdown, um, but is there any way we know the ages of the people and are you seeing this as well or do you expect to see that when the new count comes around in January? Yeah, so in in 2023 overall in the state, 20% of that 
10,267 folks that were identified were adults over the age of 55. So more locally in um, Monmouth County, that that was completely reflective. They saw 20% of their population was over 55. Same with Middlesex, um, saw 20%. And Ocean County saw 13% or adults over the age of 55. Um, I think that two of the big trends that we've noticed in the last couple of years has been that rise in um, older adults that have become homeless and also um, families rather than um, individuals or adult-only households. So that's, that's two pieces that I think the local homeless service systems are really focused on is identifying different resources to to help those two populations. There was a period of time in New Jersey where homelessness actually had decreased uh, and then it went back up again. Obviously, you know, as inflation increases and we had the pandemic, things like that are factors, of course. But, you know, when homelessness decreased over a decade ago, how were they able to get those numbers to go down? It depended on the community. Honestly, it depended on the data that we were collecting as well. Um, We know that we have much more reliable data now than we did 10 years ago. The agencies that serve the homeless, that complete street outreach, that, um, that are sheltering individuals that are homeless, are really good about entering their information into um, a data system called the Homeless Management Information System. So we're way way more equipped to analyze what's really happening on the street now than we were a decade ago. So that's part of it. The funding trends have been different. You know, since COVID, we've seen a whole lot more resources um, stream into homeless service, service agencies, into homeless service systems. So that has been really integral in helping us to um, combat some of these issues and to provide shelter to folks. You know, 8,851 people were in shelter, not on the streets in New Jersey last year um, on the point in time count. 1,400 were, were unsheltered, but that funding is critical in keeping people safe, warm and off the street. Did the homeless population decrease in any counties in 2023? And if so, uh, I know you you can't say specifically, but were you able to find any, uh, attribute any certain reasons for that? You know, it's kind of all over the place and I don't have every county's report open in front of me. Um, In general, I think we saw a rise in folks that were in shelter across the state some there's some trends you know some some communities did see a downward tick in those that were unsheltered on the night of the count but there's a lot of things so when you factors to think about when you're looking at those numbers was it a quote blue night in 2023 that and it wasn't in 2022 you know that determination if it was 33 degrees communities didn't um, activate their code blue warming centers. And so then you had more people on the streets maybe that night than you did the year before because it did reach that 32 degrees. Three years ago, we also had, you know, the legislation for code blue changed. It was, there was mitigating factors. So it was 28 degrees without participation precipitation and only activated on nights when it was 32 if there was going to be precipitation. So there's been a lot of things that have changed, I think, for the better to to better be able to serve people. But it does make for 
when you're looking at these numbers over the course of the years, it's, it makes a difference in, in what you're looking at. Casey, can agencies like Monarch Housing Associates or other nonprofits, uh, you know, say to the federal government or have you proposed uh, doing this survey at a different time of year or maybe biannually to get a better read of the homeless? Because for us, like you mentioned, the winter, it's very difficult. It's it's a one day count. And that figure of homeless uh, is probably much higher than you're really seeing. Yeah. So I think that's something that um, advocates are always pushing with the federal government. The reasoning that we typically hear back is that um, because of the time of year and the cold weather and that the people that we are counting on that night are the truly homeless that can't um, otherwise find shelter or housing somewhere else. So, so far, there hasn't been uh, any real change in what the federal government is going to do as far as mandating when the count occurs. But there are communities that do counts throughout the year, maybe quarterly or twice a year, once in the summer and once in the winter to try and uh, locally gather that data. And Casey, when the point in time survey is done, do you keep track of the people that you have already counted in previous years? Is there any way to follow that? When we get the data from the communities, it's de-identified. So um, we really can't follow that. And the surveys themselves, um, we only collect information, the demographic information of their first initial and the first two initials of their last name so, to keep confidentiality and anonymity. So it's very hard to track from year to year other than the self-report. Casey, we're just about out of time. Is there anything else that you would like to add that we left out or just uh, for people who want more information about Monarch Housing Associates, uh, what can they do? Our website is monarchhousing.org. You can reach out to us on there. There's contact forms. um, And if you want to get involved in the 2024 point in time count, please go to our website um, and we'll be able to direct you locally to your coordinators. Casey Vinkowski with Monarch Housing Associates. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. You can hear Jersey Shore Matters with Diane D'Oliveira every Sunday morning on Press Communications, LLC.